Welcome back, thoughties, to another Thirsty Thoughty <laughs> Thursday. I'm Naughty Nicole. Nicole who? Nicole who? I'm Slutty Sarah. And I'm Anal Adrian. <laughs> back together again. Yes. Thank God. Recently, a guy that I had showed thought talk to, mm-hmm. he kept mentioning it. Your name in particular that I was just standing out. Like, I was like, I shy. wonder why. <laughs> it's because it's literally anal, which is I like just, it. It's, just it's funny. It's to I the point. Never... It makes sense, and I live up to it. In fact, I just recently lived up to my name about fifteen minutes ago. Very recently. <laughs> so that's what you meant when you said, "Give me ten minutes." Wow, that's I'm thoroughly impressed. Exactly. I've been lived up to your name in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better or worse, probably for better. <laughs> Excited to announce, we have a. Another special guest, Madame X Molly. Welcome. Welcome. So tell us about yourself, girl. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) You really don't have to. I am very nervous right now. Um, Just like off the rail, very nervous. Um, I'm sweating under my knees. And I see it. I'm Molly. I'm from Connecticut. Um, <laughs> let's pretend this is your hinge profile. What do you want people to know in the first Current relationship seconds? status. Um, I am very single. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and oh, I just got ghosted by Rebecca Black's drummer. Are you serious? I love that. <laughs> That's yeah, actually the most amazing thing I've heard all day. I have to go surprise her at a show. Yeah, that's the hottest news I have. The hottest take over on the yeah. streets. No, but Molly has been, I'm sorry, Madame X <laughs> has been a long time thoughty. Oh, um, absolutely. And I'm glad that she's finally on the thought talk because we have two straighties and two <laughs> gays. gays. <laughs> we kind of wanted to, I guess, analyze the differences between dating in the straight world versus dating in the LGBTQ world. Have a yeah. battle of the sexualities. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> Gay culture wins every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, easily. <laughs> I hate being a lesbian. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Tell us more about that. I really do. Um, because I don't fit into like a category. I think the thing with being a gay man is that a gay man laid the foundation of everything and then lesbians mm-hmm. just copy and paste it. <laughs> like, for example, Adrian Anal knows that <laughs> there are twinks and there are... Otters. Bears. <laughs> Otters. I love the silence there. Uh, yeah. There's not really that for women, but I think gay women like to copy that in a sense of like, there is a chapstick lesbian, which is like a very, I guess I would be a chapstick What's lesbian, a chapstick which lesbian? is kind of in the middle of a butch and a very like beautiful <laughs> like, woman. Very feminine type. Yeah. Like I've really never heard of type. that. I've never heard and of then chapstick. there's a lipstick lesbian. Who's okay, very, like, very feminine. who's very, very feminine. Okay. Very beautiful. Is that, like, a Cara Delevingne? I know she's bi, but is that, like, kind of the mold? I feel like she would be a chapstick. <laughs> you think? 
I think she's kind she's, of butch. Yeah, she's yeah. kind of I, like a feminine. Oh, like the short hair, I guess. I, I guess like a chapstick would be like Kristen Stewart, but she's also very mm-hmm. butchy. There's a whole list I found online once, and there are like 50 well, What about U-Hauls? Types. What is a U-Haul? But a U-Haul, in my understanding, is like women um, who are very much like relationship oriented and find themselves very quickly. You know when you like are moving and you pack all of your stuff into a U-Haul because you're moving? Kind of like mm. the moment you meet someone with Within like the first couple of dates, you decide that there's someone that you're going to be with for a really long time. So you're like, let's meet an exclusive relationship. Like, let's move in together. Let's be together all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a zero to a hundred sort of a, a mentality. But I would think of it as not a, a certain type of lesbian, but a stereotype of all lesbians. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get see. that. Yeah, because I think a butch could be a U-Haul. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> that I never yeah, thought I was going to say. You talk a lot about how like difficult it is to find like women you're interested <laughs> in on dating apps. Molly specifically is into <laughs> like literally the most beautiful women out there, and it's not that. I'm saying that everyone on these platforms are not going to live up to your standards. Well, you also have a smaller community. Um, Yeah, no, I am very, very picky. And lesbians don't have, like, a grinder. Mm -hmm. The equivalent of a grinder for lesbian women is an app called Her, Mm. which is just so terrible. (laughs) Um, And it's just there's no point in, in using it. For gay men, everyone just wants to hook up right now. Like, literally yeah. right now is an option on Grinder, but something that... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I kind of... I hear this sort of, like, experience for lesbian women is that it's sort of on the other end of the spectrum where women just sort of want to talk on the app for an extended period of time, and then you never end up meeting them. Women on dating apps, for me, are either... They're looking for a third with them and their boyfriend, um... They just want a friend. Like, nothing romantic, nothing sexual. They just want a friend. They're new to the area. I was talking to someone a few days ago, and we were, like, deep in conversation, and I was like, oh, like, what are you proud of in your current, like, career? And and she responded, what brings you to Tinder? And usually when I hear, like, what brings you to this app, it's like, we're going to hook up. Like, that's all I want. And then I responded for something casual, I guess. Um, I just got dumped, uh, and I just got ghosted <laughs> by Rebecca Black's drummer. Um, and Iconic. she responded, to be totally honest, I'm married to a man, oh my but God. I still love being with women, though I've been with more women than men. Oh my God, wait, were you talking to Miley Cyrus? No, I was just talking about it. <laughs> It sounds very appropriate. (laughs) I think I'd have a heart attack. The most ridiculous people are lesbian women dating. (laughs) Do you feel like in terms of meeting a woman, you can just meet a woman like in day-to-day life? Or do you think that like that's kind of where dating apps like definitely have to come? The culture around gay men, especially with their history, is like there are little things that I feel like gay men have done to like attract themselves to each other in a public place. Mm -hmm. Adrian could speak more on this. Um, Also, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I read it in the book. But I think there are like little ways to like pick up on something. Yeah. Just like you're flirting with a guy if you're a woman or vice versa. With women, you cannot tell. No. Because white women don't have a culture and the culture (laughs) is being queer. Um, So you can't tell if someone's just shopping at Urban Outfitters or if Mm -hmm. they're gay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see that. What would you even say? If I were to go up to Sarah, would I say like, oh, like... 
How would I even get to that point to meet someone in person? Like, like, are you gay? Mm. No, I don't I know. Just look cool. I don't know. That's kind of what I was getting at. I don't it know. Seems like that's a hard thing to kind of navigate when you do like meet a woman out. Do you immediately know like if she's a top or a bottom or how that works? Because I don't know how that works with women. I think it's like butches or mm-hmm. like uh, more masculine yeah. gay women are like the tops. And then, like, someone like Sarah would be a bottom. But that doesn't really come into play. That's what I'm kind of Because there are two parts, and they're both vaginas. Unless if we're (laughs) including, like, toys, like, strap-ons or something like that. Or even just, like, manners, like, aggressive manners or something like that. Yeah. Like, with my ex-girlfriend, we were pretty much the same. There would be Mm -hmm. times where she was like, oh, I'm totally a top right now. Mm -hmm. And we would fight over being the top. Have you had a moment where you've been trying to come on to a woman, and then she tells you bluntly when she finally realizes oh I'm not interested even though she kind of was leading you on I've been let on many a time even by straight women oh yeah but I usually say outright oh I'm into you and they usually say oh I am not Mm. it's never a point of like like I mean business yeah and usually they're like oh no (laughs) (laughs) I think it hurts more when they are gay Mm. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's definitely. true. Because like with a straight woman, it's just like unattainable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But my own kind rejecting me. Is yeah. Hard. One thing that I was kind of thinking mm-hmm. about earlier is that like this is something I've like heard over the years, and I don't even know if it's anything you have like experience with. For women who are into women and men, they're definitely like treated differently within the gay community. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little different with women. And again, I like Molly said earlier, we're not experts here. We're just chit-chatting. No, no, no. But the only thing, like, <laughs> diving into sort of just, like, the psychology behind it is that within the patriarchy and heteronormative culture, there's actually a lot more mobility for women to explore their sexuality than there is for men. And I think there's a flip side to that, which kind of makes it harder, like what Molly was saying, to identify the the clear-cut and telltale signs of what makes someone bi or gay or pan or, you know. For example, if two girls were making out at a party, it could be just as easy to presume that they're lesbian as it would be for guys, specifically heterosexual, probably white male <laughs> um, men, to think that it was for them and say, oh, th- oh just, it's hot that those girls are making out. But that's just the white male complex, yeah. first of all. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a whole can of worms. But I think it's hard to tell. Like, if you saw two guys kissing, yeah. the first thing you're going to think of is they're banging. Like, they're gay as shit. Yeah. Versus, <laughs> again, in, in the culture that we've sort of been universally, quote unquote, oppressed by it might not be the first thought you have when you see two women together. Mm-hmm. As I'm listening to Molly, I think it's just super interesting to to see what it's like to just the difficulties of trying to identify. Like, I know who I am. I'm a lesbian woman and I'm looking for some vag. But what vag do I know is acceptable <laughs> to be going after? And then even mm-hmm. then, the community is so small that it becomes like this fucked up game of musical chairs where you like find yeah. someone that you like and it turns out they've hooked up with like three of your friends. What do you think, oh. Molly? I just want to be honest with everyone here. Um, and I hope Nicole keeps this in. My stomach is wet. <laughs> I'm so nervous sweating um, on my stomach entirely. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it's funny, like a lot of times... <clears throat> I complain that we don't get enough lesbian representation, whereas people who are bi barely get any. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you can count on one hand how many bi people you've seen probably in a TV show. So I think they're very underrepresented in the fact that people don't see them as real people. Mm-hmm. They, like, my yeah. sister always said when I was growing up, like, oh, it's a phase. Mm-hmm. Like, pick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where to me, naturally, it always seemed like, oh, that's the most natural one to like it, yeah. to like both. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a lot of friends who are by that really struggle with coming out because a lot of people don't see them as being that way and mm-hmm. they see it as a transition to being a lesbian woman mm-hmm. oh you're just transitioning mm-hmm. before you go full I, yeah from what i've like gathered is or like the whole struggle when you're bi is also when you're dating if you're a woman and you're, you're dating a man everyone's just gonna be like oh they're just saying they're bi you know but they're in a heteronormative relationship yeah you know there's this thing called bi erasure and that's exactly what yeah. it is it's just not taking it at face value like oh i am bi mm-hmm. yeah i feel like it's gonna sound like i've never like talked to a gay woman before <laughs> so can you tell me like when you're like a lesbian like what does that like mean i'd like to um, point out that i am nicole and sarah's first lesbian friend yeah yes. not to mention roommate <laughs> that's true oh, first roommate. lesbian roommate first lesbian. yeah <laughs> Yay. Yay. we love Cheers. milestones if you're talking to a woman who happens to be straight but you don't know it yet and then you say hey i'm really into you and she is not because she's straight like how does someone usually say that i don't i haven't had a lot of experiences with me telling someone that's straight because mm-hmm. I usually find out before like I really dig mm-hmm. to find out if they're gay or straight um, but in the times that I have it's been very not freaked out at all I've had friends tell me that they've liked me for like back in the day or that they like me and I thought we were just purely friends and I think it's a little like it's a little shocking but it's like it doesn't change anything yeah you know and it's like as long as anything, you're not leading them maybe on, maybe a little flattering. And the, yeah, yeah, it's flattering. It's sweet, and it's just surprising. That's mostly it, because I'm like, I'm always surprised when anyone likes me. <laughs> so I'm like, why? Especially if they're a friend, because they probably know like all my deepest, darkest, hideous secrets. And I'm like, okay, that's bold of you. But it's just, it's not a big deal. I don't think mm. at all, especially if they are still willing to be your friend have you have you guys ever let somebody down and what was that like like how did you react but if someone's like hey your friend like and they're like i like you what do you say if you don't like them back like how would you handle it it's the worst feeling in the world but usually i feel like you have a little bit of an inkling yeah at least if it's coming from Ben, mm. which was me, and I think Most it almost good. always is. It's like a little easier to tell. So it's like in the past, I've just said, Oh, like that's really sweet. I really like wouldn't want to mess up our friendship, which maybe is not totally truthful. But, um, but I'm always willing to mess up friendship. I'm the one who's not willing. You are always more than willing. Like, I just really value You're having like, you as a I'd friend. I'd rather be more than <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm usually a risk at all person. But, like, I can't, I don't have it in me to say I don't like you. I don't have it in me. But you never said that to anyone? But mm-hmm. no, I can't really do it. I'm trying to think the last time it happened. If I do have feelings for a friend, I initiate that conversation. If there's a thoughty out there listening that's a friend of mine and this is total bullshit, like, call me out on it, please. But the way that I sort of remember it, I always try to make sure that the other person is okay with what I'm saying. But I know that it's important for me to share my feelings. So 
if I liked a friend, like going up to them and just being like, hey, listen, this doesn't change anything. I don't want you to feel weird, but like, I do just want you to know that I care about you. And for me, I don't want to speak for everyone, but the way that I, for example, like love my thotties is probably the exact same way I'm going to love my future partner. It's just that I add. Oh, yeah. I don't sex- know if I consent to that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously the thing that is thrown into the mix is physical intimacy. But for me, emotional intimacy and psychological intimacy is something that I share with the people that I care about. Like, I, so I have a friend and she's in my frat and we're both very touchy-feely people. And I love her. Like, there's the same amount that I love my thotties and, like, just really close friends. You, I can't love her more And because we're both so physical and touchy, sometimes we actually get like pretty intimate. And it's not because there's a physical attraction between us. It's just like, that's how I express love to people. And so Adrian does, if I had asked uh, to (laughs) eat me out on several occasions, I totally believe I have, I have. Yeah. And that's like, I don't even, I'm not embarrassed by that at all. It's just for me, it's like, I, there is no other way of expressing how much I care about someone than through physical intimacy. And for a lot of people, that's something sacred between them and their partner. But, you know, for me, it's, it's just something that I, I enjoy sharing with everyone that I love. And so it's every time that I bring to the table that I have romantic feelings for a friend, I always just throw in there the disclaimer that's like, but it literally isn't any different from what I felt for you before. So like, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Like, it's totally fine. Literally nothing's changed. It doesn't even have to be reciprocated. On the other side of, like, the spectrum, I had a a straight man come up to me and compliment me, but then gave me that, like, oh, I'm I'm not gay, but I just wanted to tell you that you looked really nice today. And I was like, oh... And I don't know. I don't like know. Like in a teasing way or in like Gentleman a... Someone just came up to me and said, hi, excuse me. You know, I'm not gay, but I, I wanted to tell you that you looked really great. No tonight. homo. But... <laughs> no homo, dude, but you look really good. And fr- <laughs> I think that's just... funny that you put it that way because that's essentially what he said. But I was super flattered by it. And we ended up having a really nice conversation. And it turned out that the friend that he was with was actually from Venezuela. So then we like really kicked it off. But I think it was really interesting that like, that was such a great example of how maybe it's becoming more normalized for people to be comfortable with exchanging, you know, having exchanges with people within different sexualities and without the fear of him. Like imagine, and he was, let me tell you ladies, he was so hot. I was so sad when he told me. Oh yeah. He came up to me and he was like, hey dude, like I'm not gay, but you look really great tonight. And I was shook. And, but I was just like, I was just happy that he felt comfortable saying that without the fear of me suddenly latching onto him and being like, okay, well now I'm into you. I just want to point out to everyone. And I was kind of tearing up about this a few seconds ago. Adrian taught me how to kiss. Oh, we We kissed many times in his apartment. He probably doesn't remember. I do. I do. The two nights too. (laughs) Actually, I, you know what I remember vividly is Molly like nervously asking me like, so are we are we gonna practice tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I was I because I had never I had never kissed a girl until I was 
20. And I lost my virginity at 21. Love that quick so, turnaround. Yeah. One year later. But I, yeah, Adrian was um, a fundamental part of my um, sexual awakening. Wow. XOXO, babe. Yeah, and his services are available in case of any other body up there. Yeah. DM, so, yeah. DM me for time. Kissing practice. And rates. Yeah. But see what a great example of how a gay man and a lesbian woman who have no sexual attraction to each other besides an eternal love can can be together. Well, and... sometimes I think like when I'm watching Queer Eye, like Jonathan, he's mm-hmm. the one with the long hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John, like I'm so attracted to Jonathan. And of mm-hmm. course now he identifies as non-binary, which is great. But like more so than liking straight men which is some sort of weird dimensional sexuality where I want to date a gay man because mm-hmm. they're just so pretty. It's <laughs> definitely been there. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> My type for a while was only gay men. <laughs> <laughs> and I was surely disappointed. <laughs> I have a question for um, slutty and naughty. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Um, so just like answer this because I could never do this in my whole life. And I always ask my friends who like men like how do you do this because I could never in my whole life Um, how do you how do you swallow semen how do you eat semen it's so much easier to just drink it than to spit it out you don't want to and it usually tastes like nothing they're probably usually like halfway down your throat anyway it's more work to take it out than it is to just let it go down but you just do it like it happens like I mean, you probably don't enjoy, like, eating out a woman, necessarily. Like, you don't take enjoyment from that. You don't think she necessarily tastes good, but you just do it anyways. Yeah, for an end goal. I don't for an think, end goal. I don't think it tastes particularly amazing, but I do it for an end goal. Do I enjoy yeah. it in the process? Sometimes. I do. Half the time. Some people are, like, really into it. And we can, I think, again, kinks are, like, another episode, but I've had people explicitly be like, I'm... I'm going to spend, like, an hour eating you out. And I'm like, okay, like, are we ever going to have <laughs> sex? But, like, some people <laughs> love much. it. They're like, that's all I want to do is just eat you out. And it's just like, okay. I'm asking for a friend. Um, what if you get maybe, let's say, a message on a dating app? Let's just use Hinge, for example, where maybe someone mentions that they love eating ass. Like bacon is great. I love eating ass. What do we? What do we? How do you decipher that? Does that mean that they purely want to eat your ass? Men really love it. Why? Love it. <laughs> love it. That's so fascinating uh, to me that straight men so. are adopting but this. They really are. They really. It's usually just like an extension of what they're already doing. I was gonna uh, say you guys don't have like. I mean, I. I'm speaking to three women, so you guys can clarify this. But the distance between <laughs> your vaginal opening and your anus isn't that big, right? It's pretty small. Yeah. So he, they, if they had a big mouth, technically they could just go a two and one. Oh. We got teeth in the front. <laughs> teeth in the back. <laughs> oh, gross. Just chomping on Do you have any dating app stories you want to share to kind of close us out? I have so many. (laughs) I know you do. I will really narrow it down Um, uh, to get a better taste of what it's like. So here is a part of a profile on Hinge. First pick is her in a bikini on the beach. And the worst idea... And the worst idea she 
she's ever had, according to her Hinge profile, was to have a child. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, did she have a child for sure then? <laughs> so like the pool is small and the profiles are awful. On that note, do you have any tips for other thotties out there that might be experiencing some of this? Navigating this yeah. difficult yeah. waters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to navigate it as well. I don't have I'm very uneducated in lesbianism and I'm very I'm kind of like a baby gay who was stillborn for a little while. Okay. Just didn't didn't do anything about it. Uh, so I'm still learning, but if I were to offer any advice, like what's going to happen is going to happen and at least you didn't get ghosted by Rebecca Black drummer. <laughs> Um, or if, you are a diamond in the rough or if and someone's going to dig you up and kiss you in the sun. If you did happen to get ghosted by Rebecca Black's drummer, please DM us so that we can get you in contact with Molly. Please! Please! Thank you so much for joining us, Madam X. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. From now on, I'm just going to call you Madam X. That's so it. <laughs> Thank wow. you so much for our thoughties for tuning in for another episode. Yes. Like us on, I don't know, Facebook? What is Instagram? it? Instagram. <laughs> Does anyone use Facebook? We're very inactive um, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've ever used it. No, follow us on Instagram. Um, we'll put Molly's Hinge profile in the bio. So <laughs> the whole thing. If you're interested. <laughs> so you know what I look like. So you can swipe up and connect with her and make sweet, sweet talks. Talks <laughs> with her. Wow. And again, thank you, Madam X. I hope you had a blast. I hope you're. Are you still sweating? I'm so sweating. I'm sweating so much. Please listen to this episode. Please listen to it. Um, Thanks again, Thotties, for joining. This has been Naughty Nicole. And Slutty Sarah. And Anal Adrian. Bye. Bye.